Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the primetime edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Mickey Dolan, Irv Gotti, Sigourney Weaver, Madonna, Jennifer Lopez, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. So my uncle calls and he says he's dizzy and he's losing his balance. So I'm like, uncle, you want me to take you to a doctor? He's like, no, I'm going to look up the symptoms. I said, your symptoms are you're dizzy and you're losing your balance. So he said, I can't get on the internet because my arm is numb. I said, well, use your good arm and dial 911. Stroke's no joke. Dial 911. Time lost is brain lost. Seriously, dial 911. Visit strokesnojoke.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their links, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light. Noise and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Be serious about it. Tell me what you think. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number one. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number one. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O A S G I B B S. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto Fourteen. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. So uh, right now the current temperature in the NY is a very hot, eighty-one degrees. Uh, before I get started with the show today, I want to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for joining me here on this Wednesday evening. Usually we broadcast at around 1 p.m. in the afternoon, but this week I wanted to do an evening show. So how has everyone been? How have your week been so far? You know it's Wednesday, and you know it's almost time for the weekend. Uh, it is almost coming, the summer is almost coming to a close. This is the last day of August, September's around the corner. So, you know, it's been a good summer, I must say. Very hot, but a very good summer. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, former Mick, the Monkees uh, band member Mickey Dolan. Apparently, he uh, is filing a federal lawsuit against the Justice Department. And I'm telling, and I'm going to tell you why he's seeking to sue the FBI because apparently they're holding some kind of thing against the monkeys. I'll tell you the latest about that. Irv Gotti is appearing to be moving past the drama about his uh, comments surrounding his alleged relationship with R&B star Ashanti. I'll tell you uh, what did he say to, about Ashanti? The latest. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is uh, tell, uh, she's 
she's telling people that there's rumors going around that she's planning on retiring, but uh, that's not true. She's still a working girl, and she plans on keeping it that way. I'll tell you the latest. Madonna is feeling like the queen on a throne because the queen of pop has made history this week by becoming the first woman to have top ten albums in each decade since 1980. And, of course, Jennifer Lopez is back in the news, but this time it's about a footage from her singing at her wedding to Ben Affleck and why uh, apparently the footage was stolen and that's how she's asking people to um, to come forward who because somebody attended the wedding. And, of, of course, you know, she had everybody sign a non-disclosure agreement, but apparently somebody broke that agreement. We'll give you the latest. And... Um, Chris Rock said that he was offered to do a tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey, but he turned it down. He was also offered to host next year's Oscars, and he turned it down. I'll tell you what he said. And uh, the uh, actor who we know from such shows from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the 2000s, like the Mary Tyler Moore Show, Charlie Angels, Friends, Mad About You, Richard Rote, apparently uh, passed away this week. Uh, he was 89. So that's just the beginning of the show. Let's get started. Um, Mickey Dolan, the last living members of the Monkees, filed a federal lawsuit Tuesday against the Department of Justice sinking any records that the FBI might be holding about the hit made-for-TV ban. The agency had previously acknowledged it kept tabs on the group, but much of the agency records are still being unjustly kept secret. And this is according to the federal civil complaint. According to the filing by Dolan's lawyer, Mark Zade, he said, quote, the individual members of the Monkees, both in their own right and as a group, was known to have associated with other musicians and individuals whose activities were monitored or investigated by the FBI to include, but not limited to, John Weston Lennon and the other three Beatles as well, and Jimi Hendrix. Now, this lawsuit is designed to obtain any records that the FBI created or possessed on the monkeys as well as its individual members. Zaid uh, spec- uh, speculated that the FBI has notes about band members' comings and goings and social activities. And this is what... Uh, The lawyer said, he said, quote, if I had to guess, it would pertain to who they hung around with, which he was referring to the monkeys, within the counterculture, anti-war and drug entertainment uh, community. Uh, George Michael Mickey Dolans Jr., who is now 77, is the only surviving member of the group, and he formed... uh, for NBC, uh, NBC, a sitcom of the same name for two seasons since uh, from 1966 to 1968. Now, Michael Nesmith, the group's most acclaimed musician, he was 78 when he passed away late last year. Uh, group heart, uh, heartthrob Davy Jones died at the age of 66 in 2012, and Bassett and singer Peter Tork, he was 77 at the time of his passing in 2019. Their most famous songs include Last Train to Clarksville, I'm a Believer, A Little Bit Me, A Little Bit You, Daydream Believer, and Pleasant Valley Sunday. Yeah, uh, he is suing the FBI because apparently they have a file. Some He's filing this lawsuit because the FBI has a I wouldn't say a rap sheet, but they have a file on a fictional group like the Monkees. And uh, and I guess, according to the lawyer, it's apparently they were under investigation with who they hung out with, who were they hanging out, who were they friends with, et cetera, et cetera. Very strange, very odd. Um, Irv Gotti who you know is the man behind the infamous record label Murder, Inc., appear to be moving past the drama about his comments surrounding his alleged relationship with R&B star Ashanti, publicly sending the songstress well wishes. Now, on Sunday, August 28, Melissa Gabriel of Hot 97 
the radio station here in New York, caught up with Gotti on the 2022 MTV VMA's red carpet and asked how he felt about the various reactions to his Drink Champ interview. The Queen's native acknowledged the backlash received but remained adamant about telling his side of the past for his BET docuseries, The Murder, Inc. Story. Gotti said he, uh, quote, that he feels like BET had asked him to do this documentary. He did it, and he told the truth. He also spoke on his actions towards Ashanti, which garnered comparison to convicted sex offender R. Kelly, as well as the label of a sexual predator, which he infers are inaccurate depictions of him as a person. However, the CEO and producer continued to state his case by pointing out that Shanti was of age during their alleged relationship. Earlier this month, Herb Gotti and Ja Rule appeared on the Drink Champ podcast with Gotti sharing alleged detail of a sexual relationship between Ashanti and himself during the singer's stunt as a artist on Murder, Inc. records in the, uh, in the early uh, 2000s. Uh, Gotti uh, remarks drew criticism from a number of industry figures with Fat Joe and even Ja Rule condemning uh, Gotti's portrayal of Ashanti, whom both rappers collaborated with on Joe's uh, 2002 single, What's Love. While Ashanti has yet to directly respond to Gotti, she recently thanked fans on social media for their outpouring of support and for coming to her defense in light of his remarks. Sigourney Weaver is still a working girl and plans on keeping it that way. The alien working girl star, who's now 72, shared in a new interview with Interview Magazine that she's intend to keep the grind going, age be damned. Asked by Elizabeth Banks whether she had any plans to retire in the near future, despite having five projects in the pipeline, the native New Yorker said, quote, she would hope not because she'd probably enjoy it more now than ever. And Weaver also said that she's fine, that she might be the oldest person on the set. A graduate of Yale School of Drama, where she was classmate with Meryl Streep, Weaver made her stage debut in 1973 and was seen, first seen on the screen in 1970 with a role on the series Somerset. She made her big screen debut as one of the women dating Woody Allen's uh, Alvy in the now controversial writers, directors, seminal romantic comedy Annie Hall in 1977. Now, Weaver last year talked to the New York Daily News about revisiting a disappearing version of the Big Apple in the film adaptation of My Salinger Year, in which she plays a fictional incarnation of J.D. Salinger's literary agent. Filming the movie was just one of the greatest experiences she ever had, and that's what Weaver had said at the time. Uh, Madonna is feeling like a queen on the throne. The queen of pop made history this week by becoming the first woman to have a top ten album in each decade since the 1980s. The achievement comes as her latest remix compilation, Finally Enough Love, debuted at number eight on the Billboard's September 3rd chart, which was announced earlier this week. The album is available in either a 16-track standard album or an expanded 50-track deluxe set sold on digital platforms as well as a 3-CD or 6-LP version. The, uh, it, it's, this is going to be Madonna's 23rd album to reach the top 10 in the United States with 30,000 units sold, 28,000 per album sales, digital and physical sales in the U.S., as well as 2 million on-demand streams. It's also the first remake album to reach the top 10 in nearly eight years. The last remake album to accomplish that was Beyonce's six-track More Only EP, which debuted and peaked at number eight, in December of 2014, the Michigan-born global superstar who just celebrated her 61st—I'm sorry, her 64th birthday—first entered the exclusive group of artists with a top 10 album with her self-titled debut in October of 1984. Now, Madonna, she peaked at number eight on October 20th with "Like a Virgin," "True Blue," the "Who That Girl" soundtrack, and "Like a Prayer." Also cracked the top ten in the 80s. And during the 90s, the Grammy-winning chart toppers saw seven albums cracking the top ten list: "I'm Breathless," music from and inspired by the film Dick Tracy, the Immaculate 
Collection, Erotica, Bedtime Stories, Something to Remember, the soundtrack to the movie Evita, for which uh, Madonna won a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy Motion Picture, and Ray of Light. And there was also six top ten albums in the 2000s, Music, uh, The Greatest Hit, Volume 2, American Life, Confession on a Dance Floor, uh, Hard Candy, and Celebration, and four in the ten, Sticky and Sweet Tour, MDNA, Rebel Heart, and Madam X. And, uh, you know, the album also topped, uh, there was another album, finally, Enough Love, with 50 number ones, consists of some of Madonna's favorite remixes of her record-breaking 50 number ones on Billboard Dance Club songs charts, the only artist with 50 number ones on any single Billboard chart. It top. Uh, it was in also in the top five with other Billboard charts that week, uh, top album sales, top current album sales, top dance a vinyl album, Tastemaker album, which touted the top-selling album at independent and small-chain stores across the U.S. The Mother of Six also reached several top ten charts across the globe, including the U.K., Spain, the Netherlands, Germany, France, Italy, Ireland, and Australia, Australia where she scored her 12th number one album. Right now we have 16 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in and you're like, what is going on? It's the primetime edition of That's Entertainment. Usually we, we on Wednesday afternoon between 1 to 2 p.m. Uh, this month we've been broadcasting around 3 p.m. Uh, due to the summer, and uh, I decided to do a primetime edition. So uh, if you're t- listening for the first time, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on Blog Talk Radio for 12-plus years now. If this is your first time tuning in, I hope you enjoy the show. If you're into entertainment news and what's going on in the Hollywood, Make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you will get a reminder whenever I broadcast live. Also, if you want to follow us, we have a Facebook page. Go to That's Entertainment Radio on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash That's Entertainment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. That's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number one. You can also follow me at Stiletto14 on Twitter. That's like... Uh, uh, the High Heel Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on the gram at T. Jones Gibbs. Uh, Jennifer Lopez cautioned her fans that footage from her singing at her wedding to Ben Affleck was stolen without her consent. A few days after the on-the-floor hitmaker tied the knot with the Tender Bar star for the second time in Georgia, a clip circulated online of the 53-year-old star serenading her new husband, and she criticized the leaking of the clip, particularly because all their guests were asked to sign a non-disclosure agreement as a condition of their attendance. And um, this is what they said. They said that this was taken without permission. Whoever did it took advantage of their private moment. They don't know where uh, that they don't know where the person is getting it from because they had these NDAs and asked everyone not to share anything from their wedding. Uh, this is their choice to choice to share. And she commented after fans' account, uh, J Lo World, shared the clip on Instagram. Uh, she also said, quote, anything I put out private is on the J Lo, and it's to share with my fans, which I will do when I'm ready to. This was stolen without our consent and sold for money. Thank you for caring. I love you guys, unquote. The owner of the fan account deleted the video out of respect for Benefer and instead shared a new post featuring a screenshot of the Hustler actress' comments, which uh, Jennifer liked. The video, which circulated online, featured Jennifer joined by a troupe of backing dancers singing to Ben while he was seated in front of her on the dance floor. Now, the lyrics for the sentimental song included, I can feel the passion in your eye, I'm still in love with you, you know I can't get enough, you know I can't get enough. The 50-year-old actor was seen smiling throughout and sang the law when presented with the microphone. The couple original marriage in Las Vegas is a low-key ceremony in July, just three months after getting engaged again for the second time. 
They uh, then hosted a star-studded celebration where they exchanged vows once again in front of 150 friends and family at their home in Georgia last month. Chris Rock said he was offered to do a tell-all interview with Oprah Winfrey but turned it down. Slapped at the Oscars this year by Will Smith after telling a joke about the King Richard actor's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, the top five stars told fans of the stand-up comedy gig in Phoenix, Arizona over the weekend that he won't be crying his heart out in public about the incident. During the evening, he did describe that he declined an offer to go on to Oprah to do a sit-down interview and even a Super Bowl commercial with Will Smith himself. Uh, that's what audience members uh, January Harrison told Entertainment Tonight. Uh, multiple audience members also revealed that Chris said he had been asked to host the Oscar next year but had dismissed the offer. And one source said that Chris Rock said he was asked to host next year's Academy Awards at his Sunday night show at Arizona Financial Theater and that he refused the offer. He also noted that he was offered the chance to do a Super Bowl commercial that he also declined. An audience member urged him to talk about the slap, and he referenced Smith's role as a Muhammad Ali in 2001 Ali. He added, quote, he's bigger than me. The state of Nevada would not sanction a fight between me and Will Smith, unquote. The men in black star struck Chris across the face on less than an hour before picking up his best actor statuette for his role in King Richard at the Oscars back in March. Last month he apologized and reached out to the comic publicly while claiming he had been hurt both psychologically and emotionally by the incident. Richard wrote a character actor with more than 135 acting roles on television, film, and stage has died. Uh, this is according to his family. He was 89. The Hartford, Connecticut-born actor died suddenly on August 5th, and according to the IMDb page, no other details were available. Rowe is known for his appearance in some of the most important television shows from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000, including The Mary Tyler Moore Show, Charlie Angels, Dallas, Dynasty, The Golden Girls, Cheers, Seinfeld, Friends, Mad About You, Cold Case, and 24. His first major television role came in 1962 when he was cast as Dr. Jerry Chandler in the pilot of the NBC soap opera, The Doctors. He went on to appear in more than 170 episodes during the show's first year. In 1978, he starred alongside uh, Eva Gabor, Robert Hayes, and Jay Leno in the 1978 TV movie, Almost Heaven. He also performed on Broadway, Sunday in New York, any Wednesday, The Wall at the Public Theater in Central Park, Julius Caesar at the Huntington Hartford Theater in Los Angeles, Boys in the Band and the Pasadena Playhouse, Moon Over Buffalo. Rowe is survived by the love of his life, his true soulmate, Kathy. The couple has recently celebrated their 40th anniversary. Roseanne alum Michael Fishman was told he would not be along the ride of the upcoming The Connors season, but is taking the exit in stride, the 40-year-old actor confirmed in a statement to People. And this is what he said. Um, he said, it's been an honor to play DJ Connor. It's every actor's dream to be a series regular, especially on a groundbreaking show where we tackle significant topics. The opportunity to do comedy and drama alongside iconic castmates while reaching fans in meaningful ways have profoundly impacted my life, unquote. Now, Fishman said he is proud of the work he's done on both the 80s sitcom and its new chapter, which premiered on the same network, ABC, in 2018. A particular point of pride, says Fishman, are having played a military veteran, an interracial spouse, and the father of a biracial child. Uh, Fishman didn't just star as the title of character's youngest child with uh, Dan, played by John Goodman in Rose, Roseanne and the Connors, but went on to direct five episodes of the latter, starting with the 2020 Halloween and the election versus the pandemic episodes. 
happy as he is to embrace his expanded horizon, Fisherman's departure doesn't appear to be voluntary. He noted towards the end of his statement that he was told he would not be returning for Season 5, which returned next month, but does send tremendous love and success to everyone involved in the production. And Sherry Shepard is planning to bring the laughs to daytime television. The Emmy Award-winning former co-host of The View is going back to her stand-up comedy roots when her new Chat Fest debut live from Chelsea Studios on September 12th. Rising comedians will be featured during a signature segment of the national syndicated talk show dubbed Sherry's Laugh Lounge. Shepard, who has played at many top comedy uh, clubs in America, including the Gossip, Gossip Comedy Club, uh, joined executive producer jo- uh, John Murray for a virtual chat on Tuesday to share some details about what viewers can expect from the new Sherry show. The 55-year-old funny woman said the weekly feature will harken back to when late-night comedy kings like Johnny Carson and Jay Leno introduced the world to comedians by letting them perform stand-up routines on The Tonight Show. Right now we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Coming up after the music break, we're going to be talking about um, uh, actress and influencer Tabitha Brown. Apparently uh, the the actress uh, was announced, uh, she had her own competition cooking series, and it has been moved. And she thinks it's because uh, people at the network don't like how she come across to the audience. I'll explain more after the music break. Uh, James Gunn has a list of actors that he won't ever work with. That's right. He's the director of the movie Guardians of the Galaxy, and he revealed that he keeps a long list of stars that he won't collaborate. I'll tell you the latest. And new details about the extortion threat against the Lady in the Lake production team that has been revealed by the police. The on uh, Sunday, the production of Natalie Portman starring Apple TV Plus announced that the film is delayed following threats by locals in Baltimore. And Netflix Netflix faces a legal trouble over how it is developed the plot for inventing Anna. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source for entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Right now, we got 29 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Chris Brown featuring WizKid and Call Me Every Day. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you uh, that the uh, uh, influencer and actress Tapita Brown has shared a message of reliance as she announced her competition cooking series, It's Complicated, has been removed from the Food Network's primetime lineup. In a video uploaded across her social media platform, Brown did not explicitly name the network during her confronting confronting speech on being her authentic self. Although she did not vocally mention the Food Network, in the caption on Instagram, the host revealed it's complicated, was moved from a coveted primetime spot on Thursday at 9 p.m. to Tuesday at 1 p.m. Episodes have always been available to stream on Discovery Plus and will remain on demand on the on-demand platform. It's Complicated was announced in June as the Food Network first plant-based cooking competition series. Chiefs uh, chefs are um, tasked with cooking through three rounds of dishes under any circumstances. It deb- debuted on August the 11th. And the Atlanta area stars and influencers alike can breathe a sign of relief now that a 220-count indictment has been issued against 26 alleged gang members who have been invading and robbing celebrity homes, terrorizing anyone they found inside. The Metro Atlantic gang member used social media posting to scope out the bling quote, uh, quote, uh, uh, quotients of the celebs and influencers whose home they invaded. Uh, this is what the prosecutor said. Singer Mariah Carey, uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Marlo Hampton, Atlanta's Falcon Wild Ride receiver Calvin Ridley, and Atlanta United uh, goalkeeper Brad Guzan were among those targeted. That's what, according to a Fulton County District Attorney, uh, Fannie Willis, Willis at a news conference said, and also according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Another one of the 16 alleged victims was the mother of one of the rapper's future's children. 18 of the alleged 26 gang members were in custody as of Monday. That's what authorities have said. The hybrid drug-rich gang, with members reportedly connected to the Bloods, Crips, and Gangster Disciples, originated in 2016. They kick off their robbery spree in 2018 with a carjacking. The carjacking, kidnapping, armed robbery, shooting, and home invasion were just some of the felonies detailed in the 220-count, 94-page indictment filed on August the 22nd. Carrie was one of those alleged victims, according to an incident report obtained by WXIA-TV. And on June 27th, a slew of high-end apparel and footwear had been nicked from her Sandy Spring, Georgia home, and security footage revealed suspect breaking in and making up with large bags full of items. Uh, those three suspects are among those arrested and in, uh, indicted. Um, James Gunn has a list of actors that he won't even work with. During a Q&A on Twitter, the Guardians of the Galaxy director revealed that he keeps a long list of stars that he won't collaborate with and has no qualms about recasting. Uh, Gunn revealed that he is willing to work with a performer if they give their all and will only make casting changes if the quality of the film would be harmed. He wrote on the social media platform saying, quote, but if it's but if it's performance related and they're pulling their all into it, I'll do everything on my end to make it work until it's absolutely clear the quality of the project will be perceivably harmed if we don't recast. This can happen with really talented actors who just don't fit. Unquote. Now James explained that he always does due diligence on potential cast and crew members and refuses to hire jerks. 
James also revealed that he has a strong bond with the Guardians of the Galaxy cast members. He wrote, quote, I'm very attached to the Guardian cast. Some of them are among, among my best friends in the world, but I'm even more attached to the Guardians characters, and that's what gets me emotional while writing, unquote. New details about the extortion threat against the Lady in the Lake production team has been revealed by the police. On Sunday, the production of Natalie Portman starring Apple TV Plus announced that the filming is delayed following threats by locals in Baltimore. The Hollywood Reporter reported on Tuesday, August 30th, that Baltimore police have examined CCTV cameras footage and interviewed everyone involved. In a statement to the outlet, the police said that a local street vendor selling clothing was upset that he had been compensated by the production for lost business since he could not operate while the crew was shooting at his location. The cops further said that the individual claimed he talked with a crew member and a security manager and was awaiting paperwork to receive compensation for lost business. The vendor who claimed he or she sold clothing was then arrested on narcotics charges. Meanwhile, an accompanying police report obtained by the news site described conflicting statements that suggest a group was being disrupted to the production, but that the previous mentioned threats were overstated or inaccurate. A production member who initially reported the incident claimed a person uh, brandished a gun at the workers, but then retracted his original statement to say a driver had claimed they saw a gun. Uh, the brandishing of the gun was determined to be inaccurate, and the victim recollection of the incident changed during the investigation, according to the report. Now, while a member of the security company contracted by the production stated that a local group threatened to shoot in the air if they did not receive money, the uh, said person later admitted that he or she did not have the first-hand knowledge of the incident. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh, detectives are now in the process of interviewing additional individuals, and this is still an opening, opening on, and an ongoing uh, investigation. The details of this incident probably will shift yet again. And then production on Lady in the Lake began in Baltimore several months ago. The production team announced on August 28th that they decided to halt the filming after they were threatened with violence. It is said that several drug dealers asked for a large sum of money from the series crew. The miniseries based on Laura Lippmann's 2019 novel of the same name takes place in the 1960s and follows Maddie Swartz, played by Natalie Portman, an aspiring investigative journalist as she seeks to unravel the mysterious death of a young mother and progressive activist, Cleo Sherwood, played by Moses Ingram. In addition to Natalie and Moses, the rest of the series cast include Mickey Madison, Brett Gelman, Noah Jupe, uh, Jupe uh, Mike Epps, and Byron Bowers. All episodes of Lady in the Lake are set to, set to be directed by Alma Harrell, who widely is known for her work in Honey Boy. And uh, Netflix faces a legal trouble over how it developed the plot for Inventing Anna. A Vanity Fair employee who is portrayed on the Netflix show about Anna Sorkin filed a defamation, defamation lawsuit against the streaming service on Monday, August 29th. Rachel Williams, who is a friend of the convicted con artist, claimed in the suit that she was wrongly labeled unethical, greedy, snobbish, and disloyal on the series. The lawsuit filed in Delaware, Delaware Federal Court also alleged that the show contains 16 separate sentences of defamatory statements about Rachel. She criticized the show for making her look despicable by portraying Rachel strolling away from Anna, leaving her in uh, Morocco, and hiding her own role in facilitating Anna's arrest. The lawsuit seeks unspecified damages and a jury trial, trial as well as an injunction to have the alleged defamation material involving Rachel edited out of Inventing Anna. Rachel was swindled out of $62,000 by Anna and wrote a Vanity Fair article and book titled My Friend Anna, The True Story of a Fake Heiress, about the experience. 
The uh, Netflix series, meanwhile, was adapted from Jessica Pressler's New York Magazine article, which was titled How an Inspired It Girl Tricked New York Party People and Its Banks. And uh, House, of the Dragon, House of the Dragon is getting a uh, Season 2 renewal on HBO after airing its first episode on Sunday, August 21st. The decision is a complete no-brainer as the prequel series of Game of Thrones marked the biggest premiere for any new original series on the network, bringing 9.986 million viewers in the U.S. And following the show premiere, HBO has announced that the series' debut marks the largest audience for any new original series in the history of HBO. And based on uh, George R.R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood book, the prequel uh, series scored nearly 10 million viewers in the U.S. It was a significant increase from the original show's star, 4.1 million live viewers, though it should be noted that the book's fandom wasn't as large as today when Games of Thrones premiered more than a decade ago. Set 200 years before the Games of Thrones mayhem, House of Dragon followed the beginning of the end of House of uh, Targaryen, uh, uh, the event leading up to and covering the uh, Targaryen's War of Secession known as the Dance of the Dragons. The show star Patty Considine, uh, Matt Smith, Olivia Cook, Millie Alcock, Steve Toussaint, Eve Bess, and Emily Carey. And uh, Femme It Forward, in partnership with Live Nation, has announced its next set of serenade shows. Under the umbrella that men celebrate women too, Boys to Men, Eric Benet, New Edition Johnny Gill, Ralph Trevan, Morris Day, Darnell Jones, and Music Show Soul Child are among the music acts set to headline a series of upcoming shows across various US cities. They said that the um the president of and CEO of Femme Forward uh, Heather Lowry said that uh, that they're looking forward to bringing out uh, bringing their serenade concert series to new cities this fall, and uh, and one of the, the of the uh, vibe and the she media voices of the year said in a statement, and we're talking about um, Heather Lowry. She said that this is an all star lineup of male artists prove that R and B is not dead, and that these men celebrate women too. Tickets for the November and December show go on sale this Friday, September 2nd at 10 a.m. local time. As previously announced, the September 16th show in Los Angeles will feature performances from Ty Dolla Sign, uh, DVSN, Tone Stiff, Aaron Ray, and Jackie's. Neo, Music Soul Child, and Jay Holiday will headline in early October in Connecticut. Boys to Men, Drew Hill, and 112 are also set to headline a post-Thanksgiving show in the same state. This December, Eric Benet and Nondale Jones will headline in Gary, Indiana. However, additional details regarding the show featuring Morris Day, Johnny Gill, and Ralph Tresvan remain under wraps. Previous film It Forward serenade performers included uh, Lucky Day, Tank, Genuine, Lloyd, Bobby V, uh, Mario, Amarion, and Pleasure P. That sounds like a nice show because, you know, there's been rumors going around that, you know, they've been saying that R&B is kind of dead, they're not being played as much, but that's further from the truth. Right now we have 16 minutes uh, left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break. And when I come back, I'm going to give you the last remaining stories of the day, so don't you go anywhere. In the morning, I wake 
from Thames and Free Mind. Right now we have 11 minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the day, uh, this year marks the 40th anniversary of Michael Jackson's Thriller, the best-selling album of all time. Back in May, it was announced by the King of Pop Pops Estate and Sony Music that Thriller 40, a double CD set featuring a remastered version of the original Plus demos and rarities, would be released to commemorate the LP. Today, the new set is officially available for pre-order, and a new cover for the anniversary album has been revealed. Starting after Labor Day, the title of the 10 bonus track will be unveiled one at a time until the album release date on November 18. 15 additional tracks will also be made available as part of a larger digital release. Furthermore, vinyls will also be arriving to celebrate Thriller's 40th anniversary with different retailers, including Walmart and Target, set to carry alternate commemorative uh, options. Pop-up events and worldwide activations are also being planned. And earlier this year, the estate announced that a biopic dedicated to the late global superstar is in the works just as the Tony-winning musical that honored his legacy is set to embark on a national tour. MJ, the musical, celebrates the unique and unparalleled artistry of the King of Pop that centered around the making of Jackson's 1992 Dangerous World Tour and goes beyond the singular moves and signature sounds 
of the star, offering a rare look at the creative mind and collaborative spirit that catapulted Jackson into a legendary status. Megan Thee Stallion has revealed she is interested in rebooting Bring It On. During an interview with New York Magazine, Meg stated that she would love to return to the cheerleading franchise to its roots and star as Isis, played by Gabrielle Union, iconic character. The Houston hottie gushed about Union's character and her lifelong desire to star as Isis on the big screen. Megan also discussed her inspiration for wanting to move beyond music and into acting. She cited that Ice Cube and Queen Latifah as the primary motivation. Megan Thee has been busy with TV opportunities as of late. The rapper recently appeared on an episode of Stars P Valley as her alter ego, Tina Snow. Additionally, she has been cast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with an appearance in She-Hulk and a role in A24's upcoming musical comedy, Effin Identical Twins. Prosecutors have rested their case against R. Kelly after two weeks of testimony. Rolling Stone reported on Tuesday, August 30th, that the fourth accuser took the stand against the disgraced singer. A 42-year-old woman shared her alleged story under the pseudonym Nia and revealed her traumatic experience with Kelly began in 1996 when she was only 15 years old. In 2002, she filed a lawsuit against the singer, which ended in a $500,000 settlement. Kelly's current federal trial surrounds the 2008 child pornography case against the singer and the alleged victim in one of the star witnesses. Identified in court as Jane, the 37-year-old admitted to being the minor feature in the leaked sex tape, showcasing explicit activities that led to his prior arrest. At the time, the then-teenager and her family denied she was in the video. In September of 2021, Kelly was convicted of nine counts of racketeering and sex trafficking charges brought against him in New York City, and in June of this year, he was sentenced to 30 years for his crime. His co-defendants, Daryl McDavid and Milton June Brown, are charged with receiving child pornography. McDavid and Kelly also face obstruction of justice charges. And according to Rolling Stone, Judge Harry Lindenweber has paused proceedings until until Thursday, uh, then the three defense team will begin to call witnesses and present their respective cases to the courtroom. David Bowie is slated to receive a stone on London's uh, Music Walk of Fame in Camden six years after he died following a secret battle with cancer in 2016 at the age of 69. The late Starman hitmaker will be honored with a tribute on September 15 at Camden Town Tube Station. Bowie Stone joins those for The Who, Soul to Soul, Madness, and the late icon Amy Winehouse. Bowie collaborators and friends will attend the unveiling. Uh, Bowie getting the London Music Walk of Fame treatment comes ahead of the release of Brett Morgan's new immersive film about the Let Dance hitmaker, Moonage Daydream, which is heading to IMAX on September 16th and UK cinemas from September 23rd. Johnny Depp is back to work, sort of. The actor made a surprise appearance at the MTV Video Music Award on Sunday with his face edited onto a moon person hovering above the crowd at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey. Depp joked during the segment during during the short segment saying he needed the work. In June, the 59-year-old Depp won a highly publicized defamation trial against ex-wife Amber Heard over an op-ed in which she described herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse. The piece didn't name Depp, but uh, Heard had previously accused the actor of domestic violence, which he denies. A Virginia uh, jury awarded Depp more than $10 million. He has sued for $50 million. Heard was awarded $2 million in a $100 million counterclaim. She filed over a Depp attorney who painted her abuse allegation as a hoax. 
Nicki Minaj has just taken the highest accolades in the, at the uh, 2022 MTV Video Music Awards. The Trinidadian born artist was chosen as the recipient of the Michael, Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, which was announced prior to the Sunday, August 28th ceremony. Taken to the stage during the live broadcast, Nicki made use of the moment to honor some late musicians and raise awareness on mental health issues. And this is what she said, quote, I wish that Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson were here. This is what she said in her acceptance speech. I wish people understood what they meant and what they were going through. I wish people took mental health seriously, even for the people who you think have the perfect lives. I wish Pop Smoke and Juice World and Nipsey Hussle were here. Nikki also thanked fellow musicians like Kanye West, Beyonce Knowles, Madonna, Mariah Carey, and Drake. She didn't honor her late father who was killed in a hit-and-run accident last year, saying, rest in peace, daddy. And prior to accepting the award, Nikki delivered a mesmerizing performance of a medley of her hits, including Moment for Life, Super Bass, Anaconda, and her latest single, Super Freaky Girl. Draped in all pink from head to toe, she slayed the performance with plenty of twerking, grinding with her uh, shirtless male dancers, and an epic pole dancing moment. Taylor Swift, who was sitting in the audience, was seen singing along during Nikki's set. Nikki joins a string of female artists who have received the Vanguard Award, including Missy Elliott, Jennifer Lopez, Pink, Rihanna, Beyonce, and Britney Spears. Chris Brown, uh, Chris Brown fans was knocked unconsciously. No, Chris Brown fan was not unconsciously during one of his recent shows. A woman passed out during the R&B Star concert last Friday, August 26, in California after a fight broke out between some concert goers. According to TMZ, the nasty brawl started between two women in the front section of the Kia Forum in Inglewood, California, near the end of Breezy's set. Two men then jumped into the fight, and one of them punched one of the women who was rendered unconscious. Several people dragged uh, a woman to the side of the arena and tried to revive her, but she wouldn't wake up. The fight between the two men also spilled over to the side. In footage of the incident, which was obtained by the side, uh, both men were wrestling and wildly throwing punches while the unconscious woman was lying on the floor nearby. And several bystanders eventually broke up the fight after about three minutes as security guards arrived a little bit late. And law enforcement sources confirm at least one person was transported to the hospital in the aftermath of the brawl. The Inglewood Police Department has addressed the incident, and in a statement, the law enforcement said that they spoke to the woman as she was being discharged from the hospital as the case is currently under investigation. There's no further information, and anybody with information is encouraged to call the Inglewood Police Department Detective Bureau at uh, 310-412-5240. Meanwhile, Chris didn't seem to be aware of the nasty brawl. He continued his performance that night as if nothing happened. Neither the 33-year-old star nor his team had addressed the incident. Little Baby also performed at the concert. Dove Cameron gave a shout-out to all the queer kids out there on stage of the MTV Video Music Awards, winning the Best New Artist Gong in Newark, New Jersey on Sunday night. 26-year-old Dove thanks her fans for supporting her overly queer music. Uh, Dove also spoke about her 2021 hit single, Boyfriend, which she referenced her sexuality as she came out as queer. And speaking about the reaction to the record, Dove said, uh, quote, Thank you for getting an overly queer soul into mainstream mute radio. Thank you for supporting me as a person and the, uh, and the artist I am, and I hope that in that way you're also giving that same privilege to yourself, unquote. Meanwhile, the music star preview discussed her sexuality on an Instagram live after she was accused of so-called queer baiting in some of her music. And Taylor Swift made a surprising announcement at the 2022 MTV VMAs on Sunday, August 28th, at the event which took place at the Prudential Center in Newark. The Evermore uh, artist revealed to fans that she set to release her next full-length album on October 21st. Following a countdown on her website, the celebrated singer-songwriter, who also won Best Long-Form Video and Best Direction at this year's MTV VMAs, took to her Instagram account to share details about her upcoming 
upcoming album, which has been revealed to be titled Midnight's. She wrote that Midnight, the story of 13 sleepless nights scattered throughout her life, which will be out October 21st, and she told her fans to meet her at midnight. The highly anticipated set will follow up Taylor's one-two punch of Folklore and Evermore. Both of them were nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys at the 2021 and 2022 ceremonies, respectively, and Folklore won the top prize. After releasing Evermore in December 2020, Taylor re-recorded version of her first six studio albums, Fearless, the Taylor version, and Red Taylor version scored two of the biggest debut at the 2021 um, on the Billboard 200. The 10-minute version of All Too Well also topped the Hot 100 chart following the release last November. Well, that's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb. Have a great week. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.